interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. There we go. We're going hot. Yeah, yeah. Red hot. Back again. The Words on Fire podcast. Your boy Cujo, my man Jules. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know where we're at. <laughs> we're here now. We're here. It's we're working. here. It's working. We're here. Oh, fuck. All right. So we had a little bit of technical difficulties right now. Um, remember, follow us on the Instagram at the Words on Fire podcast. Same handle on YouTube. Um, if you're seeing us there, like, subscribe, hit all those good buttons, hit the bell notifications so you can see when we're back on. If you're listening to us on the audio platform, jump over to YouTube, check us out, see our ugly mugs. And when you get there, you're going to see this guy on the left of me. And say, I got to think which way I am because well, of the, the right. camera. Well, he's yeah. on my left. Yeah. You're right. right on the screen. There you go. Uh, he goes by the name of uh, Rob Nice. Rob, you are from Rap Seminar. What exactly? Tell the people what Rap Seminar is. Yeah, yeah, peace, man. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. an honor and a blessing. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you standing through all this shit. No <laughs> yeah, doubt. Yeah. Nah, technical difficulties <laughs> happen, man. It just makes it makes it iller when we get it done. There you, know? you go. So, um, but yeah, man, rap seminar started off as strictly like a lyrical analysis platform, yeah. right? Where I would analyze MCs' lyrics and um, basically break it down to the point where. Um, I can put all of the data into charts and graphs, right? Okay. So, so what I do is I invented rap stats, okay? Mm-hmm. And basically what rap stats are, are the tangible, um, quantifiable techniques that rappers use, right? Okay. I identify those, I tally them, and I put everything in charts and graphs for the artists and mm-hmm. then promote them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Online with those, with those videos and those images that I create for them. So we, you know, I look for like, um, how many metaphors, how many similes, mm. how many alliterations, internal rhymes, end rhymes, right? Yeah. I also do things like I'll calculate like their rhyme percentage out of all the words that they used, how how many have a rhyme, right? What's the percentage there? Mm. I could I could calculate like how many rhymes per bar oh, on shit. average an MC is using, right? Mm. And so just like athletes know their stats, right. Um MCs can know their stats now too, mm. right? And um, so that's where we started, right? But okay. it has sort of evolved into more than just the rap stats. What we have is really a cultural hub where artists, producers, record labels, um, we connect there at Rap Seminar, mm. right? We, we collab, we uh, reach out to each other, we support each other. Um, so what I'm doing now is I also, you know, my background is in creative writing. I have a, a master's mm. uh, degree in fine arts with an emphasis in creative writing. Damn. And I was a college professor for over a decade teaching literature and English and uh, composition and, and poetry, right? So, right. so what, um, what I do is I'm bringing the academic side to hip hop, right? So yeah. I help artists with, with things like I write their press releases for them. I will uh, help artists set up their online shops mm-hmm. so that they can sell uh, through drop shipping. Okay. For, for example, uh, we could set you guys up with a shop if you don't have one sure, already. Mm-hmm. Um, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? Um, and so through my um, 
you know, analysis of MCs through uh, doing workshops and, and, and speaking at different schools and universities and hip hop conferences, I got into co-owning a rap school. Okay. Actually, the first school focused on hip hop lyricism. And that school is called Pendulum Inc. I'm mm. one of the co-owners. I run it with the founders, Chilla Jones, who is one of the illest, greatest battle rap champions of all time, okay. right? Oh, really? Um, yeah, you got to Google Chilla Jones and watch him just annihilate people in the different battle rap leagues. Mm. Um, and, you know, the other founder is Mickey Fax, who is a Grammy award-winning songwriter, um, mm -hmm. you know, popular MC. So these guys are the founders and um, we have some co-owners. So myself, we got Rhymecology, who is Jeff Walker. So what he does is he teaches hip hop and mental health at the school. Okay. So with his class, we look at how do MCs put emotions into their bars? Mm -hmm. And then how can uh, upcoming MCs learn from, from that and discover themselves through their rhymes, right? Um, we teach about the industry, about business, about how to avoid a bad contract. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not just about hip hop lyricism. So Rap Seminar is really a hub for MCs um, and we provide all types of stuff. If you want a lyrical analysis, boom, I got you. You need to set up your shop, I got you. You need a press release. A one-stop shop. I got you. Damn. You know, you want to learn how to write better? Yeah. I got you. You know, we write books. We got you want to stop mumbling? You want to stop got mumbling? I got you. <laughs> please <laughs> stop that, please. Yeah, real word. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a lot. And um, it's it's so dope to be able to do what I love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And shit like this. Like, you know, I'm kicking it with words on fire right now. What's up? You know what I mean? That's not a highlight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good start. Let's go. So how do you go from fucking being a teacher in the hip hop? Good like one. in the hip hop world. Yeah, well. I was always a hip hop head. Like yeah. my, my family, um, be, because of where I grew up mm. um, in New York, um, you know, I spent a lot of time in the Bronx with, with my dad. He was a preacher in the South Bronx. Okay. And being there like on the basketball courts mm -hmm. as a youngster, you know, I was like in fifth, sixth grade. Um, hip hop was just around me. I didn't know what it was called, mm -hmm. but uh, through the music people were listening to around me, right? Through, yeah. through what I heard on the radio, through the fashion, uh, the style, the way people spoke to each other. You were in the Mecca. We were in the Mecca. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. the homeland. You Everybody know, Everybody was trying um, to catch up to that. Yep. That's where it came from. Was it so DJ I, Herc? All of that. All of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, 1520 Sedgwick, you know what I'm saying? Where hip hop yeah. was invented. You know what I mean? Damn. Um, so that was a great like uh, uh, experience that shaped mm. my life, right? So I was always a hip hop head. Right. But what happened was that I didn't have very much direction in my life, right? Mm. And, and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so my mom, she has always been an educator and she was like, you know what? You should just go to, go to college, Right, you know, right. you, you figure it out then. Go to college, right? And so, so I did that. I went to college, I got my degrees. Mm -hmm. Uh, when I finished my undergraduate degree, I was like, yo, ma, because <laughs> she's always been like my guiding, you know, light, like beacon. My, my beacon, right? So go. set me in the right. I know she's someone I can trust. So mm -hmm. I'm like, ma, like, I don't want to go and just have a job. You know, right. I'm an artist. I told her I'm an artist. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and she's yeah. like, what, what kind of artist are you? You don't even know how to draw. Like, what do you do? Right. right? 
And I'm like, well, you know, I'm a poet, and I, I've always wrote. And you know um, it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> He's already started. Yeah, right. So I, I always wrote, you know, and I would have my little poems and my little raps. Yeah. And I decided to see if I can get into creative writing school, you mm -hmm. know. And so, so you have this hip-hop head who ended up getting into the academic realm because he didn't know where else to go. Mm. And... Um, one thing led to another, like I, uh, I started an open mic here in El Paso called the Barbed Wire Open Mic Series with yeah. some of my colleagues. And then boom, like from there, um, I got into teaching at, at uh, EPCC. Mm -hmm. They didn't let me go. Next thing I know, I'm like applying for tenure. Five years later, I have tenure. I'm an English right. professor. And then fast forward, it's 15 years went by and I realized this shit ain't for me. Mm. Like, wow. I want to be myself. I love teaching. I love my students, but I, I, I want to, I've always wanted to just do my own thing, yeah. you know, Felt your hands tied up. Yeah, yeah, man. Like you were just, so, so it's crazy because I learned a lot in the academic world. And because of that, I was able to do something in hip hop that hadn't been done before, you right. know, and, um, and come up with these rap stat ideas and learn how to analyze writing properly. Right. Um, and so, so yeah, man. So I've always been into hip hop, but, but uh, but the, the the jump for me was very natural, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, man. Is there a common thread that you're seeing from your stats that says, like the the ones that majorly hit, and it's usually the ones. Well, I guess you got to define what hit is because hit people are thinking automatically. You got all that airtime, you get the radio play, but like a lot of the biggest MCs, like Nas, one of the best MCs ever, do it. Never has radio play because he's not really meant for the radio, right? Yeah, he's meant for. Well, he's meant for the people to well, hear. Well, he could go there if he wants. He yeah, could, but yeah. he he said he, he stays true to the craft. Yeah, yeah. Is there a certain like like you know going on through your analytics that you're talking about? Is there a certain formula that the majority of these guys like you have to hit certain certain uh, either I'm not sure if it's similes or metaphors throughout certain bars or or what, what's what what leads to success within mm. within like the your blueprint? formula? Yeah, yeah blueprint. I feel what's you. a blueprint I feel for that? You know. That's tricky, man. That's a tricky uh, question, you know, because a lot of the times um, I think uh, how many techniques you use and mm -hmm. how lyrical you like, it might not matter really. Like right. sometimes like the people who quote unquote, you know, become successful or, you know, whatever your definition of success is, whether yeah. that's getting a lot of money or notoriety or street respect. Right. Right. Like what is your definition of, of success? Right. Yeah. And I think that the people who end up on the radio and who become like these great superstars commercially mm -hmm. uh, tend to have lyrics that are easier to access for okay. people that I would I would say they're more generic lyricists, right? Mm -hmm. That They might not have real super high level techniques and things that you have to dissect, but but people understand them, you mm -hmm. know, and they can internalize the lyrics. I think uh, also um, like. This success thing is is pretty interesting because there's some MCs that are super duper ill and you never heard of them right. and you'll never hear of them and they have like the greatest like skill set and say phenomenal things and whatever but you that you just never will hear from them right so I think that the the super duper stars are the people who let me get let me get tangible here for yeah. you that you people who use imagery okay sight sound touch smell taste mm -hmm. if you look at the greatest lyricist i don't care if it's a trap rapper a, a, a boom bap like type of um you know mc right you know what i'm saying uh 
the people who are imagistic mm -hmm. and can deliver a scene, a moment for you to experience, right. those are the people who end up, I think, um, outshining the others. So like right? a Mickey Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, there's that, there, there's that, uh, what is it, that theory that they say that Mickey Minaj is... Uh, Jay-Z just rapping faster. They, they fucking... Yeah, <laughs> have just you goes heard, have you heard that? He's go, writing for her? Have you heard Dude, that? I've never heard that. All right, so, heard so that. watch. I don't... You know. Look, look it up on... That is What hilarious. is it? YouTube? On the dark web. So, yeah, what it is, it, 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 it's actually Jay rapping, but it's just sped up, and that's the voice that you're hearing is actual... That's insane. I, yeah, I, that's, I, don't, I don't think that that is a... <laughs> these people are bugging, because one, like, for Jay to write from the point of view of a woman mm. and touch on all those subjects would be absolutely insane. Yeah. Like, well, look at Big. He was writing what little Kim stuff and then he, he was, was and then having true. her and he was telling her how to deliver it. I mean, there's yeah, there's maybe. audio of him, yeah. you know, uh, showing her. I I don't think that that's I think I'm not going to take nothing away from from Nicki Minaj, man. I, I think she's capable <laughs> I will. of, I will. of just writing her, her own raps, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm not saying anybody's ghostwriting. I'm just saying as far as image yeah. imagery what you were talking about like yeah. she's very good on the eyes. Yeah, she's Now she's the ears that's the, a whole different thing. I don't <laughs> know. I we, we we disagree to, you know, agree, agree to, to disagree, disagree, you know? Yeah. So well, so on your Mount Rushmore then, okay. Oh, oh shit. Of, of top 5 lyricists. Oh, well, you know shit. what? Top 3. Top three, damn, top three. We'll go three. Difficult. Yeah. Oh, oh man, so, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't so, dude, that's who, very who, hard. Who to would do. be your, your overall your top three that you uh, would go to? All right. So my my top three are like it depends on when you ask me. Like okay. if you ask me five minutes from now, it'll probably be a different three. No, I'm right talking now. about you know like solidified is not, it can't be removed from Mount Rushmore. Right, so they can't lose their their place. Their status. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, there's so some that you could take. Can I say Wu Tang Clan? Am I allowed to say? Is that? Can that? Well, be now one? we're talking about supergroups because now okay. we're talking. Are you mean one lyricist? No, like just one, just I mean, lyricist. individuals. Just lyricist right, individual. Yeah. So, so let me say because they'll fill up the whole mountain. Already. All right. This is tough, man. This is difficult. trans mountain. I gotta say, let, let me let me just stay true to myself, right? Yep. Sean Price okay. from okay. Helter Skelter. Uh huh. You Damn. know what I mean? He is, in my opinion, one of the most entertaining and technical rappers mm -hmm. around. He can make you laugh. He'll scare the shit out of you with, with right. like how ill he is, you know. So I gotta say, Sean P is one of my favorites ever. Yeah, you and know? he didn't get enough enough credit man i don't uh, think so i don't yeah. think so i mean later you realize you know people were shouting him out but when he was around yeah. i mean unless you were with uh was it buck down yeah, duck down duck yeah, down yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. duck down i mean i i, I knew about him because i'm a hip-hop head but mm -hmm. man yeah underrated yeah sean mm -hmm. price is definitely in my mount rushmore right mm -hmm. there i would probably also say um man let me say uh i i absolutely love mf doom Oh shit! He he. Some people, uh, he for some people he's like an acquired taste. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I got into MF Doom through his instrumentals first. Yep. Because I had I used to bootleg. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. all of us. Right. And there was a time I got a hold of this album. It was like just a ton of his beats. Mm -hmm. Just his. And I was like, yo, this is out there like crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I liked his his uh, music with Madlib too. Mm -hmm. So I really got into MF Doom. Like I became like a fanatic, like an MF Doom uh, uh, fanatic. Did you, you like know? the KMD project when he made? I it? like KMD. Yeah, that was something I got into later on. See, I was in this. I was in the 
to uh, third base. So that's how I got okay, introduced word. to him. Yep. So yep. I, I like fuzz, dude, all that stuff. All that. I like his character. You know, the, yeah. his approach to writing was very creative. He wouldn't even refer to himself. Right. He would talk like in third person and tell these crazy stories and you just got to figure it out you know mm. um so i like doom you know even though he'd send even though he'd send imposters when he yeah that's all a part of it like that's <laughs> he all. would send someone to fill him in <laughs> yeah do fill in for with him. a mask with on, a mask you don't know it's not him that's, a, that's a beautiful part of it boy. i heard people got really upset at that too, yeah yeah you know? i remember all that if you pay for a show you want to see doom yeah you want to see, see him right yeah. but um but Doom was a weird so, cat, though, Brian. So we weird. got Doom. So I got Sean Doom, P. Sean Price. That's where I'm at. That's the type of, like, I like abstract type stuff, you know. Um, mm. Let me see. Who else would I say? If it's like, abstract, how about Mr. Abstract, you know? Uh, Q-Tip. Q-Tip? Ooh. I like Q-Tip. I like Tribe Called Quest. Like, he's multi-talented. I don't know I if, put if him I, I can't though. like all. I don't know if he's on my lyrical Mount Mount yeah, Rushmore, you know, yeah, so to I'm speak. As Tribe Call Quest, if we're talking groups, yes. Okay. If there's a a group Mount Rushmore that I could, yeah, do, they gotta be on there. They gotta be there for sure. They got that jazz you know, vibe too. All boy. of that, yeah. They got that jazz vibe, which is fucking um, fire. Guru, I, I love Guru. Ooh. Oh man, Guru, he's, come on, he'd Ooh. be on mine. He'd Guru be on mine. is phenomenal dude yeah. like above the clouds yeah. you know, sounds are yeah. original yeah infinite skills create miracles you know what i'm saying <laughs> like smooth guru like... is amazing um let me see who else do i really like uh damn this is tough of course <laughs> there's always like the biggies and the pox yeah, i like yeah, yeah, yeah. for for me um i was on to biggie first yeah. before pop because i was in uh on the east coast then and i didn't really know too much about Pac until i moved to cali and then I realized, yo, Pac was brilliant, man. Yeah, he, absolutely. Pac was. See, but so, so my big, so as you can see, we're uh, through the through yeah, the, the, the pictures of here. We got yeah, a, man. we got Biggie, we got Biggie on my on my shoulder over here, my right shoulder. Yep. As much as I love Biggie, I, I don't think you could really put Biggie as a top lyricist just because the catalog wasn't as big. It's tough. He was very. He was taken from us too early to where yeah. you could say. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, still, he, he, like the story, like I mean, the, the majority, stories he told. Oh yeah. Well, the majority that, of his shit was all freestyle. That's what people don't like. Wow. Like like juicy. Mm-hmm. Actually, he just came in. He's like, all right, let me knock something down. Damn. Fucking five minutes later, he's the fucking number one hit. Yeah, like he yeah, yeah, like yeah. he just came in to fuck around. And he took off. He he. he it's was a something. shame we lost him. Yeah, so he soon. was. Yeah. He had poor, so poor much. Dude, you know, uh, potential. You know, and big pun. Big pun. Oh, I love pun. big pun, oh, man. man. All of that Ew. domestic violence shit aside, big yes. pun is you can't. I guess pun is on my. Let me say pun is on my Mount Rushmore of lyricists. Yeah. That's you probably see, well, my, he had a small catalog my trinity. Too, though. My trinity is pun, Sean P. MF He's something Doom. else. I, I like all rich. those guys, but yeah, like I said, pun was something else. My top changes from moment to yeah. moment. You know, it's tough to. to so depends what the that. mood you're in. Yeah, you see, because. Because I, I think like so like we're talking about you want to talk like catalog, like Pac would write like for days like he'd he'd write and write and write and a lot of the shit, I mean because they even have a class on him in what in Berkeley USC they got classes all of they got that, all kinds bro. of shit which is dope because he's more into the poetry side mm-hmm. as opposed to making money through. Well, I think- he didn't have hip hop. He didn't have a choice in some of his life because that's all he had time for was just sit mm. there and write. Yeah, yeah. No, when he was <laughs> locked up, up. <laughs> now, when he was locked up, he was writing like a motherfucker. That's why he came out with a double album. But the, let me ask you a thought on this because I, I don't know if we've talked about this or not. Hmm. Any thought that Big was taken out by Puffy? Wow. Yeah, that's some whole. That would shift. be tragic. You know, like some type of. 
you know, I've read the conspiracies, yeah. right? Like there's some initiate, like there's all this stuff, right? I, I, I don't like to think that way personally because yeah. that is depressing and it's just a they sad both died life. over some stupid shit. You know what and I'm it saying? was, um, I, I, I find it hard to believe that that Puff would do that because Big made like okay, I think that one they've had a bond, you know, and two, mm-hmm. I think that Big probably could have made Puff more money had he been alive. See, but there's there's a rumor that Big was on his way out. He was going to branch out on his own. Well, he was already doing that with that Junior Mafia shit. He was going to get away from Bad Boy. He was going to have his own record company, and that's why they took his ass out. I don't Mm -hmm. know. And that's the same thing that they said with uh, Pac. And Suge Knight. Because Pac had early, he had fulfilled his his record contract with Suge, and he was going to go do uh, Death Row East. And he was gonna do his own shit, uh, and he's like, "The fuck you are." <laughs> I think wow. I think we're probably like uh, putting too much into it. Like I think it was they just both, some ignorant shit. That just, yeah, just some shit happened. They beat the shit out of this kid, uh, you know. A, and then uh, the uncles came back and they they killed. It could uh, be. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just some stupid be. shit. But I don't th- I don't think Suge had anything to do with that. It's uh, one of the. Was, these are two of like the great like unsolved mysteries of like right. our our time you know yeah um i think that there's always going to be people trying to figure out what happened and you know there's a huge losses for for the culture you know um, oh well, other people are saying what Pac is in fucking cuba yeah that's, he's still like, cuba like, and shit people think Fidel elvis Castro. is still alive you know <laughs> oh, yeah because like, he made the Machiavelli. no honestly i think Pac had too much pride to be hang, hang, hiding hiding out nah, i don't yeah. think he, he was too that, loud man. <laughs> nah, you can't be Pac and like just witness all this shit man nah. like, i don't think that no, yeah, I don't that, think he's, he's still here, man. Personally, yeah, no, no. There's no but, way he's around because I mean, because I mean, he oh shit, he could have gone anywhere without being recognized because nah, he man. was he's anywhere an he's there, you hear him like you fucking hear. He's I know you, you you'll hear him before you see him. I know you focus on lyricists, but like, how about producers like beat makers? Oh yeah, yo, know? honestly, man, I listen to more instrumentals and okay. beat tapes than anything because. Mm. I do a lot of work like on my computer. I'm I, I'm a creative, right? So I create stuff. And uh, when I'm doing my artistic, when I'm in my artistic realm, it's just producers and instrumentals and stuff that mm. I, I really listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorite producers are people like Apollo Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a phenomenal producer. If you go into iTunes, you can find some of his just like beat tapes, right? Mm-hmm. One of them is called mm-hmm. Clouds. That is fire. And then he has another one. I think it's called 38. It has a gun on the cover. Okay. Heat. He, every beat is fire. I don't, is it called 38 or 45? I'm sorry, Apollo Brown, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, while man. you're talking, I'll look it up. That for album you, is fire. Absolute fire. It's all instrumental. instrumentals. And okay. then uh, one of my favorite producers, he's kind of uh, like a, like a, like, I'm sorry, not an old school. He's kind of like a new school. Um, producer but in the classical realm of mm. hip-hop like uh his name is v don v don v don is if you like like the mob deeps the um the wu-tang you know like the those type shit? of that grimy shit mm. i would say he's kind of a descendant of that in some way his music is a little bit more atmospheric like a but yeah, mathematics type shit 38 or? yeah the the <laughs> apollo brown 38 album listen yeah. to that it's killer um, but I really like Vidon. He has a ton of of Who's he work with? tapes. He's he has albums with people like um, Ito. Have you heard of Ito? 
Um, mm. He has an album with Estinac, I believe, a Dominican mm. rapper from from uh, Rhode Island, mm. from Providence. He has an album with um, uh, let me see, he has music with who's this other dude, Willie the Kid. Okay. Um, it's it's really heat, man. It's mm-hmm. it's some good music, man. And that I listen to Vidon a lot. Just just the beats, cause is Willie the Kid that kid's from Philly, right? Willie the Kid is not from Philly. That's Lava Darkman's brother. Oh, okay, Lava oh, Darkman shit. from okay. Tang. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. his brother. Um, and he's a businessman. He has like I think he's involved in in the cannabis industry in his mm. state in his city. Why did I think he was from um, fucking Philly? I don't know. Nah, nah, he's not from <laughs> Philly. Yo, there's this MC. He, who also did an album with Vidon, and um, oh man, let me let me. I got now. I gotta find it. But <laughs> we're gonna be hold, hold on. Yeah, now we're doing this. But um, how about do you like raw raw uh, the rugged? Was R A the rugged man? Yeah, yeah I like dude. That, that guy is amazing, a beast, man. man you know, amazing. he was here sure. recently. He did, that with the, he did yep. the alphabet. Oh, oh dude, that dude is just—he's just so amazing, man. Um, just, that's, that's a wild cat. I saw R.A. the Rugged Man here in town at the Five Hundred One Bar uh, just recently, right? No, no, this was years ago, right? Oh, okay, and it was hilarious. Uh, and those of you who were there, it was a memorable event. This dude, mm. man, R.A. He was on stage and he was rapping, right? Mm. And he's real, like, um, I would say, unapologetic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. just pretty, pretty raw type of character, and. Uh, this dude who was a DJ got up on stage while R.A. was performing mm-hmm. to like mess with the sound or something. He had oh. DJed like a little bit earlier. Okay. And R.A., the rugged man, didn't know who this guy was. He didn't see him, right? Right. And the thing is, this guy has cerebral palsy. Oh, shit. So he kind of moves a little weird right. differently. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting up on stage. He has cerebral palsy. R.A. gets on the mic and says, get this fucking drunk guy off the stage oh, oh. shit and he he pushes dude off the stage son. <laughs> yo it was insane that's and hilarious everybody was like yo this dude got cerebral palsy like he ain't oh. and like he uh <laughs> what it is dude that well, at was least he didn't make the, him tap out <laughs> nah it was one of the most wild things i ever seen i, I heard he life. came into town with uh was it onyx recently oh shit was this it the shit. whole Onyx or was it just sticky? Oh, Onyx, Onyx is I love Onyx, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I do a All little right. bit, a little bit. Right. Nah, they dropped right. the album in the last few years that sounds like they made it like in '97. Really? Yeah, really? it's a crazy album. I think it's called I think it's called like 1995 or some crazy shit like that. But yo, Dark Low and V Don. Okay. Dark Low. Okay. Dark Low and V Don. This album is called Charlie Pope. Mm-hmm. 10 motherfucking stars yo this shit is heat oh yeah fire really? fire i highly oh, recommend source, five mics five and a half <laughs> so, man this is damn, if i, I could play that. it for you now i would but yeah Charlie no, we, we, Pope, we can Dark take it Lowe. down <laughs> we can take it down on youtube for <laughs> yeah. playing some unedited nah, shit that's not that. ours damn so so what what's when you're talking about instrumentals like what is the flow of instrumentals that you're into is it like like you like when you hear certain sides right you hear east coast you usually hear a lot of that dude, when you're mentioning like uh tribe called quest you're talking about yeah. all the jazz sound mm-hmm. all the jazz mm-hmm. flow uh when you're mentioning wu-tang it's that old fucking just when you hear that certain instrumental you feel like it's cutting people because it's right you know it's kind of like a guillotine sword yep. and then when you go to the west side 
you know, the West Coast, you got all your hard synthesizers, mm-hmm. your hard fucking. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends what West. I mean, if you go, Oak, if yeah, you go Oakland, Oakland and you go, you the hieroglyphics and yeah, the, you know, the, 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 the high the, boom bap type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can know. hang anywhere, like yeah. Freestyle Fellowship and yeah. like the Abstract Roots mm-hmm. and all those guys. So, mm-hmm. so what dilated what, people? Dilated mm-hmm. peoples. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what, when you're when you're feeling down, like what what's what's the go to to bring you up to bring you like you know what. Everything's going to be all right after this shit. Like, what? What oh, do you some go to? Shit? Yeah. What? What um, do you go to to get you out the slums? Man, yo, I don't know, man. Anything that um, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> are you are we party in the, the USA? Party of the USA? No, oh no. Oh, if shit. I'm down and out on the real, like, I'll put on some Miles Davis, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Like okay. that album. Uh, what is it? Kind of blue. Okay. Or in a silent way, uh, uh, bitches brew. Like, I'll listen to Miles Davis, mm-hmm. some like John Coltrane type mm-hmm. shit, like. I get into that. If I'm really, really down and out, I'm Dominican. I'll put on some bachata, man. Oh, okay. Some okay. Teodoro or some Anthony Santos. Yeah, you know bachata. what I'm saying? Like, you don't rock with bachata, I can't man. Do bachata. The old school it's, bachata, it's, though. It's like too, the old uh, school. I'll listen to the old school shit, but the new one. Nah, nah, that new school bachata is soft, yo. Nah, the old school bachata is hard that shit is hard yo. Yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta tap into like Teodoro for example okay that guy is blind they call him el cieguito de mm. la bachata and dude Stevie he sings Wonder his ass bachata. Off, man. yeah that's exactly <laughs> oh man I think he could see man <laughs> now Stevie could see cause he drives bro he drives yeah. yo, he probably has an automatic drive yeah. that shit braille oh. the fucking, <laughs> he stays on the line <laughs> motherfucker wheel. Nah, dude, well, I, I know they said so I know, like, you know, off topic with Stevie, they have said that he could see up to, like, a certain distance. Okay. Because he, he, like, he'll tell you, like, hey, dude, I don't like that yellow shirt. You're like, what? <laughs> Bitch, you could see? I don't know. <laughs> like, man. you can't smell yellow. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you can't feel yellow. That's funny. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. there, there's been some people that come out like, dude, this motherfucker, it's all a, it's all a lie. He can, wow. This some bitch can see. There ain't no way, man. Look how, how he true moves, or not? man. Look how he moves, man. Oh, like, that's part of the gimmick. It could be. <laughs> it's part of the gimmick. It's a whole scheme. Oh, like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to break people's hearts and shit, but well, have we, it's have all we a seen, lie. Have we seen his chicks? Are they hot and shit? No. Have you seen his house? Uh, he hasn't either. I mean, he hasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'll be here all week. If he's, with an, if he's with an ugly chick, and then I believe he's blind. You know nah, what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> no, nah, well, he did this, that Ray Charles where he would feel the wrist to see if they thick or not. Oh. And then he'd be like, all right, we oh, move on. Man. We keep it but moving. Some girls are thick in the right places. Oh, he won't ever see it. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> Stevie we're going Wonderboy. to, we're going nah. to I love Stevie's it. Stevie's great. Yeah, superstition. Like the fire part, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, we go off track a lot. We, <laughs> we we can't focus. Now, say for if I were to go and I'm I'm trying to be a you know I, um I consider myself an MC or whatnot, right? And I don't know any better from what or whatnot. And I'm trying to go to hit you up rap seminar. Be like, look, dude, I need some analytics to come through. But if I'm going to believe your word, have you ever put anything out yourself? Have you, have you tried to put out any uh, an album out, or do you have an album out? Oh, good one. Um, so I put out, it's interesting, um, I'm a behind-the-scenes type of cat, right? Yeah. So I do rap. I've been rapping, like, probably, I don't know, man, like 20 years or something. Mm-hmm. I love to freestyle, like, on okay. the spot, spontaneous. So you battle people shit. or what? I'm not a battle rapper. In my but you mind, get in the cipher? You get in the yo, cipher. I'm in the cipher all day. On no. my, in, on my, in, like, in my mind, like, I got some bars ready. Like, if right. somebody so wants to want to challenge wanna me. Like, yeah. But I'm not a battle rapper because that's a whole nother realm, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I'm working with Chilla Jones, I understand battle rappers are, like, on a total different level, right? Okay. Um, 
But uh, I love to be in the cipher. I, I put out an album with my cousin. My cousin mm-hmm. is a phenomenal MC. His name is Bison. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like the creative director behind that one. Okay. And so my hand was like into, I picked all the beats. Um, I helped him with, uh, he's a phenomenal lyricist, but I did give feedback on the writing. Um, you know, I chose the album art. I got the album uh, mm-hmm. artist. Um, so I, I think that I would say like, that's the closest to me having my own album. Yeah, okay. you know? Um, I put him on to rap, you know what I'm saying? He'll tell yeah. you, he'll tell you, I taught him. He's crazy. He's a crazy <laughs> phenomenal MC, but do I have a, a Rob nice album out? Nah, no. nah. I have a book of poetry that's published in the book of Congress. Okay. You know oh, what I'm really? saying? In the, in the library of Congress. Yeah. Mm. I have, um, you know, over 15 years of experience teaching, creative writing and poetry right. um, and composition and literature, you know? So uh, my experience with the written word is, is academic mm-hmm. and my love for the written word is hip hop. Okay. You yeah. Cause you know, a lot yeah. of people will be, you know, like, like when you're like, if you're going to, you know, port it to an, you know, an athlete, if you don't, if I'm going to be a coach, right? Like they're going to, Try to test you, be like, well, what have you done? Oh yeah, that I might know. Mm-hmm. We haven't done yeah. shit. Then why, why go with you? I agree. You know what I mean. That, I that, that's the reason I asked that question. Yeah, because it's it's you know people want everybody wants to be next to Jordan, mm-hmm. but they don't want to work like Jordan. So you know what true. I mean. So what we do, like, so for example, at this school that I I help run, Pendulum Inc. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people who are the best at what they do teaching. Right. So yeah. you might be great at an off the top freestyle might not translate to what you can do on an album. Yeah, right? right. Like me, I'm an off the top freestyle MC, you know, burn you like, you know, 5000 degrees yeah, yeah. Celsius. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. have, no, just whatever. Right. Just right. freestyling. Yeah, yeah. Right. But at our school, we have, for example, Professor Comic Book Cam. He is a trumpet player. Okay. Right. And a rapper, he's gone viral a bunch of times. So what mm. he does is he teaches the musicality part. He teaches about cadence, tone, yeah. delivery, intonation, volume, how to sound dynamic, right? Mm. That's what Cam does. But you could t- also get in and study with Mickey Fax or Chilla Jones who teach advanced Jedi techniques. Okay. Crazy shit like reverse punchlines, right? Um, uh, mirror morphing. Um you know, safety pinning, ribboning, it's right? It's science to it. Like, yo, <laughs> we wrote a book. We invented um, a bunch of rap techniques that these guys have been using. They invented, right, mm-hmm. for years. Um, what do I do at the school? I'm the curriculum editor. So I make sure that all of the documents we have are on point. Everything that we write and, and show to the public is on mm-hmm. point, right? I, I edit, I revise, um, I, I edited the book. And I teach creative writing there. So what I teach is poetry for rappers. Okay. Right? And how can these MCs benefit from learning poetic techniques? How does that make them better? So if you're in my class, you might be a better rapper than me. Mm-hmm. But I can teach you lyrical techniques and poetic techniques that you never heard of. Right. So now you have another uh, element to your arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. Cam is going to teach you cadence and tone and how to be more musical. Right. Okay. So what we do at my school is we take MCs who are nice and we put the ER at the end. We make them nicer, mm. you know. Yeah. Um, and so when it comes to like credibility and respect, like I might not outwrap you, but I can enlighten you on what you are doing because of my academic background and because yeah. of my training. 
And I can also help you understand like how to become a better writer, mm-hmm. period. If you come a better right, if you become a better writer, you're going to become a better rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to what I do as far as analysis is concerned, I look at the lyrics like poetry. Rap is more than poetry because we have timing. Mm-hmm. We have the music part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Poetry is musical, but it's word-based, right? right? Um, and so if we're talking about poetry, um, then that's my field of expertise. I have a master of fine arts in creative writing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so the credibility part, I haven't really had an issue with. Um, I f- I'll frequently be on the live freestyling with people, yeah. um, uh, you know, and, and I've gained respect just through how people see I analyze bars, okay. you know? And people have tested me. Right. They'll be like, nah, son, I... I I spit a thousand rhymes. Mm-hmm. You, you you didn't count it right. right. Yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah, be yeah. like, well, hold up. Let me show you my software. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me show you all my rhyme tallies and why you're not rhyming as much as you think you are. Right. right. So I had to do that a few times. Break it down to him. Where yeah. I'm like, here's what you did. Like, this is not a rhyme. You see right. all that red? That's where you did not rhyme. <laughs> that's you know a, I mean? like, a no go. Yeah. You can't call this a multisyllabic rhyme. It's not rhyming, fam. Like, right. do you grade so, them? <laughs> well, oh, that's a D. The gra- <laughs> that's a D. <laughs> the grading is the scoring, right? Mm-hmm. So, so the grade depends on, and whether or not it's a good grade depends on what you value. Mm. So, if you're an MC and what you care about is how many rhymes you got and how technical it is, then you want a high rhyme count. Mm-hmm. You want a high percentage of rhymes. You want a high uh, average amount of rhymes per bar on some Eminem shit, right? Yeah. Or, like or who's whatever. the one like off the charts like that you've, okay. like as far as that, what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. I would say off the charts from people I've analyzed, uh, people like Cool G-Rap. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Cool G-Rap, what he does is, and this is the cheat code, to get the high rhyme count, talk like sex, man. You, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was. To get the high rhyme count, you rhyme with the same sound the whole time. Okay. One sound, one rhyming sound, right? So mm. all the internals, same rhyme sound as the end rhymes, right? Mm. That's what Cool G Rap does. And then his list makes it a lot better. <laughs> oh, yeah, he can make anything right. Yeah. Oh, nah, man, G-Rap he's one of my favorites. He yeah. has to be on my, right now, he's, he's on my top too? three. Yeah, he's, he's, he's man. He's still spitting at oh, top, dude, top yeah. levels. He's, he's, he's still up. around. Yeah, yeah. he's nasty. Yeah. You know, so go, going back to when you're saying that um, when you're a battle rapper, it's like a whole different breed. Yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Like what, what mindset or like what? Okay. How do you got? What do you got to be to be a good fucking battle rapper? Like, so what's talk about that? These guys, man, um, it's different than regular hip hop mm-hmm. because what you have is like uh, wordsmiths, right. and these people have the craziest wordplay, mm-hmm. right? And the people who follow and listen to battle rap and like really study it—that's a whole nother thing. They yeah. can hear; they're listening for shit that regular. Audience, a regular audience doesn't listen for when right. a regular audience wouldn't even catch it, right? right? So battle rappers, they do stuff that um, people who rhyme to a, a, a beat don't do, mm-hmm. right? Like they could do stuff because it's mostly acapella is battle right. rap, right? Mm-hmm. So you really have to have a lot of uh, dependency on your voice. How does your voice sound? Mm-hmm. And um, the different wordplay and the wittiness of it is on different levels, right? So they're mm. innovators. So for example, um, 
there is a technique that we have at Pendulum that that um, came out of the battle rap world, which is called glitching, mm-hmm. right? And technically, I'm not really allowed to um, teach the lessons unless we're in class, but I'm going to bend the rules right <laughs> now. Right. Sorry, Mickey. And, You're a teacher. Uh, you can do what you want. I'm sorry, Cam and Jeff. You know what I mean? I, I got to... So glitching is basically like a type of homophone or homophone or homonym where you use a word and then you use it, the sounds of the word again, mm. but it means something different, right? Mm. Okay. So for example, if uh, Chilla Jones, for example, he was in a battle and he had this scheme uh, or a glitch where he was using 10 and 2, mm-hmm. 10 and 2, right? The numbers, right? So it was crazy because he said uh, he was dismantling this this guy in the battle, like tearing him apart. And he goes, um, uh, he said, uh, he was talking about like beating this dude up or whatever. Right. And he was like, um, the, he said something like the surgeon tended to okay. yeah, his yeah. tendons too. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had his wife on the wheel like it's 10 and 2. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, had his wife on the wheel, wheel as in like a steering wheel. Right, yeah. right, right. Or the will, position. her will, like his will, mm-hmm. his last word, like his writ, right? So, yeah. so had, had, her, mm-hmm. had her hand on the will like it's 10 and 2. Like, so he repeated 10 and 2 in different ways to give it different meanings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, that's one of the techniques. It's like high level literary shit that mm. that even Play. poets don't really yeah. use that much yeah. you know yeah man damn that's fucking wild it's a different year different game it's so, a different game yeah yeah for sure like and then a lot of those battle rappers like you were saying it doesn't translate to say putting it on wax or right. uh, music is different yeah, yeah. i mean because one one big big example of that would be uh cannabis you know right. like um Ooh. he was amazing Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it, 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 it didn't. Well, he, he was fucked around with the wrong guy. You don't yeah. fuck around with uh, LL. LL. Anyway, oh, that's a whole different thing. Get me into LL. that yeah, debate. Yeah. We're gonna be here for another hour. Cannabis Uh-oh. won that shit, man. Oh, uh, you can't fuck with LL. It's LL. You can't, can't fuck with LL. <laughs> Untouchable. First round KO. That was it. There's nothing LL could do after that. Cannabis. He didn't have out. to. LL was. Solidified. He's he's yeah. he's a fucking legend. Career wise, all of that. You you shouldn't uh, even have LL. gone there with LL. Yeah, I got. He you. let you on the. He let you on the. <laughs> he let you on song. his record. On he his song. On his record. Now I'm yeah. not saying he's not nice. Right. Yeah. You just don't fuck with him. No, I know. You don't you fuck with the head. And he was out of. He was out of role, and he should have been checked, and he got checked. Yeah. That's I, it. I, I still think cannabis won. And he the joined the military. And, and that was it. Am I lying? No, I'm not think, saying he's not nice. Right. Yeah. You just don't go against LL, That's bro. Funny, you, go could against, ask fat, you could ask Fat Joe. You don't do that. You don't go against the hand that yeah, feeds you, you, boy. You don't do that. You don't do that. <laughs> he did say he would take the mic off his arm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that on yeah, his own Damn. So when you're looking... At rap, where it originally started with fucking Herc, and you know what it originally started, right? Mm-hmm. And where it's transitioning now, do you feel that we're losing our way of actual hip hop now? Because mm. the new school, a lot of the new school shit that's coming out is, yeah, it, one it's getting recycled, but then you could also say a lot of old school hip hop was also recycled. Yes, because you know, you know, everything is coming off of beats and sampling, loops and sampling and off of yeah. everybody else, which is fine. But a lot of this new shit that's coming out, dude, I can't, yeah. I can't even get through. 
I can't even get through mm. half a song to be even seeing what well, these fucking people are talking that's about. That's probably nowadays. our age. That's that's no, our age. No, but it's 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 you, you, you're old head. Yeah. <laughs> you no, see, so are. that but that, that's why I'm trying to see: are we on the right? Because I understand, you know, different different styles coming about. You know, when you hear diff, different regions, you know, like like when you hear. Um, you know, down south, fucking Texas beats, Houston beats. Yeah. Then you hear fucking ATL. Then you hear, you know, East Coast. Then you got, you know, Trick Daddy or when Trick Daddy was around in Florida. Like, like you could see kind of like where everything was kind of going. It was kind of on the same path. But lately, like all this shit, like all this mumble shit, you can't understand what the fuck anybody's saying. <laughs> and then like, like a lot of this shit now, like I, I, I can't. But I mean, I, they I used to say that to about it. our music too, like the old heads, like right. they were like right. hippity hoppity, and they would just see, make fun of this shit. But they didn't understand what was going. Right, on. Right, but that's what I'm trying to figure out: Are we hip hop on the right? Is it staying steady yeah. or is it on a decline? It needs like, to like, where, where is it at as far as? Let's unplug me, it and then plug it back it in, depends, <laughs> right? Like, like we did with this shit. <laughs> yeah, it depends, man. Like I think that hip hop is just doing what hip hop does, mm. and hip hop is an innovative culture. Right. It it invents new things mm-hmm. and it reinvents itself continually. You know, right. and so we have all these different subgenres of hip hop, right? Yep. Like the trap. We have drill rap out of like. Uh, well, that shit's uh, like know, outlawed in New York like, now. Yeah, right? like the New York drill rap, yeah. like from what the is Bronx. That? Yeah, that shit got fucking Yo, outlawed because it's not about killing you, ki- right? Is that that's what the whole thing like, was? Drill, like a lot of drill rappers are little kids, man. Yeah. They're little kids, and like in the videos, they have guns. They're smoking blunts, twelve-year-olds yeah. and shit, like Island Boys. But no, not them. <laughs> no, nah, they're real rappers. Not them at all. <laughs> like like no, but that drill rap shit is dope. I love. I love like the sounds of it. Mm. Like to me, it's like futuristic you know and the the way they uh they take music that's has nothing to do with hip-hop and they make it like extra grimy you know Mm. but um Mm. it's like to me i think that it's a natural evolution of the culture that there's going to be all types of new um different styles and ways of rapping and because what not everybody is from the bronx new york and not everybody grew up with that right so if you think about the generations in between we start to lose a little bit of touch to with, with like the originators or whatever, because maybe their stories aren't being told. The techniques aren't being taught. The, the values aren't being passed on. But we're still young. You know? that, it's still a young music. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, 50 years, 50 year yeah, culture. That's nothing. Yeah. So we're still yeah. seeing new ways and new sub genres. Yeah. And, yep. and uh, I mean, I yeah. don't agree with all. I mean, I don't get into all that shit, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get into like maybe 80%. But really? are we on the right track? I think it's a natural track that we're on now. If we look at numbers and, and hip hop is the highest selling genre of music in the world. It's pop now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, music it now. is. Well, yeah. it, it's the highest selling. So like in that aspect, it's not going nowhere, you know, but right. it are the traditional tenants of the, of the culture being held like intact. Mm. I think there's people trying to do that. You know, there's people trying to, uh, keep it to the essence, right? Like yeah. Pendulum Inc. My school, we teach like the, the way to rap, like the right. the the for, like that cloth. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like oh, uh, b-boy, we do that. You know. Um, and then there's places like the Universal Hip Hop Museum trying to in the Bronx like capture mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the um, the artifacts of the culture. Right. And then there's like what do they have? There's like a gra- the graffiti museum. Breakers. There's Matt. all types of like. <laughs> 
institutions trying to solidify hip hop and history, mm. you know, and I think that we have a long way to go. Um, we're kept out of a lot of elements of society. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the rock and roll hall of fame, the Wu Tang should be in there already. You well, know what I'm saying? A, but, 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 but for the there, record, like, a lot of people should be in there already. Yeah. That, a lot. That to just, yeah. You know, and so we don't. It's like, I think that public the enemies are there, right? I'm not sure. I thought they, might. I thought they just got in, didn't they? They might. Um, they got Missy in like Elliott two years got ago. in. Yeah. Um, oh, the, yeah. That's yeah NWA got in before yeah, LL. NWA got in. Yeah. yeah, no, that's bullshit. Then. Missy Elliott over Wu. Yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. But it, 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 yeah, it's, 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 compl- uh, it's complex, man. But I, I do think that there's MCs that are still doing um, the thing that MCs, MCing. They're still right. MCs. Right. You know, whether we know that they're there or not is another thing, mm-hmm. you know, and hip hop has to invent everything for itself. We right. need our own media. We need our own uh, analysts. Mm-hmm. We need our own schools. We need uh, we got to do everything on our we need our own podcast. Right, right. Like look what Drink Champs yeah. yep. did, you know, well, like Norian, that was uh, so needed. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, how could we not have had that before or whatever? Right. right. But like, I think we're still it's still an infant well, maybe not an infant, but we're like a teenage culture, honestly. Mm, I feel like pre-teen. we're still teenagers. Or <laughs> pre puberty. Yeah, yeah, we haven't hit puberty. We haven't we're hit about to fucking hit that no, growth we're, spurt. We're still very young, man. Hit that growth spurt. Yeah, because it, 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 it's crazy, like like you were saying, like, the, the evolution of hip hop. Because yeah. you got, you know, you got your styles, like, like Nas, right? He's got his fucking storytelling. Then you have somebody, you know, the crazy white boy, the fucking Eminem that talks about all that crazy right. white boy shit. They got Luda that comes out of nowhere was just off the wall. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, he's you like don't a think it Yeah, he's, he's just fucking yeah, he's, hilarious. He's kind of like a, uh, you don't know a what? Buster Rhymes kind of yeah. like yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, but Busta, Busta, Busta is... Oh, he's amazing. Oh, I love Busta. Oh, his man. style, boy. It, wow. His style is just so... You know, if they had that versus, I wish he was on with someone. I, I don't know who they who, put who against you, Who would you put... Versus with Busta, because well, he could go with his old school with, shit. He'd take a couple before people down. he even became Busta. Was the leaders of the new school? Yeah, yeah. He, he could do Dude, it with once that. Once he did that, rah rah like a no, dungeon but when dragon. he came into his <laughs> own, <laughs> when he came into his own though, like yeah. uh, I didn't know how lyrical he was until he he came yeah. out with you know what whatever his solo was with the, the first coming. one with yeah. the woo-ha? Yeah, uh, that album. I was just amazed. You know, yo, I saw when that album was was you know new. I went to a Busta Rhymes concert mm. in Arizona, and it was Busta Rhymes, it was Nas, the Fugees, Ooh, uh, and freaking uh, Cypress Hill, man. Okay. And there might have been somebody else there, but that was a phenomenal show, and Busta Rhymes is a crazy ill performer. He's got man. mad he's energy. A, he has a great, he's a great performer. They have like this uh, celebrity theater. Like That's mm-hmm. where I went to go see, uh, I went to go see, um, it was Woo. Woo was okay, there, okay. and uh, yeah. that whole that whole uh, stage just turns and shit. And oh it was, wow! Yeah, it was, and then I saw the spit kick the spit kicker tour there mm. with uh, who, who it was uh, all, everybody there mm. it was Dayla, and oh. it was just oh yeah, uh, it had Guru and uh, wow. Gangstar, and That's it was crazy. just it was it was great. You see, but Busta has an aura of so I I met Busta when when he came down to El Paso for the. What was it the power jam or whatever many yeah. many years ago complete asshole really complete oh, fucking I heard, asshole. i've heard that before wow. complete fucking wow. ass. dmx rest in so uh rest in peace 
Met him here. He was on here with the Hard Knock Life tour. Yeah, complete fucking prick. Wow, complete man. prick. Dang. Like so that they say, never meet your idols. Yeah, because they'll, they'll they disappoint you that. no matter what. They'll that happened to me a, cu- a few times when I was a youngster. I would wanna. I used to try to talk to the MCs at the shows or like get their autograph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was young, I didn't know no better. And it just took me like a couple times for them to like be like, who the fuck are you? You know, I yeah. was like, eh, I'm not going to try to do that anymore. <laughs> like one time I walked up to uh, <laughs> I was at Rock the Bells and it was uh, Nas was there, Jedi Mind Tricks mm-hmm. and freaking Immortal Technique. Right. Mm. So I was chilling in the in the in the in the crowd and I saw Immortal Technique like mm. in the aisle with his people. Okay. And I'm, at this time, I was a huge Immortal Technique fan. And I didn't approach him all crazy or nothing, but I was just like, yo, Immortal Technique, man, I love your music, bro. Like, like, just like, boom, like, just, I wasn't asking him for shit. Yeah. yeah. He just had his arms crossed, like, yo, get out of my face, you know? <laughs> and then I hit him in Spanish. I was like, yo, mucha gracia porque lo que estás haciendo por nuestra gente, you know? Yeah. And when I hit him in Spanish, his whole face changed. And he was like, yo, mano, mi mano. And he <laughs> gave me like a little halfway hug, you uh-huh. know? But I stopped talking to rappers after that. Like, I was like, nah, fuck this, man. Because it's like, why? It's going to be know? a disappointment. Like, they don't want to talk to me. You yeah, know what I mean? Gonna, so I stopped, shit to do. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got better shit to do. Unless That's I'm at a meet and greet. And then right. that even feels weird because you paid to talk to them. And they so it doesn't feel off. genuine. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's like, ah. So so from the people that you're, that you're dealing with here in El Paso that come to you, what's the common thing? the common errors that you're seeing with the people here in El Paso. Errors? Errors. You mean like mistakes, like lyrically or? As far mean? as for the mindset that they're coming in and, you know, uh, whatever they're spitting out, is there I think, uh, commonality the, that they have? It, it's tough, man. I like, a, I have a lot of, of course, a lot of my friends here in the city are MCs and mm-hmm. I, I want to respect them and their journeys and stuff like that. But right. I think that we have some of the best MCs on the planet here in El Paso. Really? Yeah, man. People like Wise Weapon. Mm. My my guy Wise Weapon can stand up against anybody. Yo, he's phenomenal, man. Um, people like uh, he's I don't think he's from El Paso. He might be from Crucis, but War Two. Okay. War Two is ridiculous, dude. Crazy really? rapper. But what I think we're missing here in El Paso are MCs. Uh, oh, there's some new cats too, like mm. uh, Tony Mundo. Okay. Tony Mundo does like that grimy kind of rap. Yeah. Uh, kind of like in the Griselda, like kind of essence, West Side Gun type of essence, mm-hmm. um, but El Paso based, right? And uh, this other dude who raps in Spanish, Tres Sabores. Oh, shit, okay. Phenomenal MCs. But here's what I would say is one of the things that's keeping us from getting on the map is mm-hmm. our visuals. Okay. I think that our online presence and the quality of our visuals. Mm-hmm. It's very shitty, honestly. Yeah. Like, like some of the illest rappers don't have music videos. Right. Their content on their page is like shit that they recorded like on some random Nokia cell phone. You can't even see them. <laughs> it's blurry. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. this shit matters. Like, marketing matters. Yeah. Right? And I don't care how ill your lyrics are. If the way you present your, your brand to the world looks low quality and low budget mm-hmm. like it's gonna be tough for you man right. you know what i'm saying like and with the algorithms and if you don't know how to put a little video together or have yeah. a homie who's ill at it ah fuck yeah you know, it's rough. Like, based on those mcs that you uh that you were talking about are they in it the, is someone in their ear telling them that like i have it? no idea man yeah. but i've reached out to a lot of people all the time i'm like yeah. yo 
let me do something for you. Let me help. And like, they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Right. And then I just like, it's like, dog, I, let me help. Like I'm here. I'm, let me do, <laughs> but you see what I'm doing. Like, let me, you know, yeah. I'm not like no famous person, but, um, my reach is, is not, is not international actually. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I always tell MCs from here, like rap seminar is a window that people who love hip hop from all around the world are looking through the window yeah. of rap seminar. Right. And every post is a little view of the window and like that shit got to look ill, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. for people to care and, and spend a second there. If you look at people like Crystal Poppin, yeah. mm -hmm. right. Is she a crazy lyricist? I don't know. I'm not going to judge her, but I don't listen to her music. It's just not in my realm that right. I don't, it's just, I'm sure she's great, you know, and, but she is doing good. Mm -hmm. Look at her presence online. Her shit is photos yeah. are top quality. Mm -hmm. The flyers look amazing. She has like a whole like marketing. I, she must have a whole team. I'm sure you right. know, she does. Yeah. Right. She's like famous. But if you compare that to some of our other local rap, it's a big difference right now. You can't do something on your own. Right. Like Crystal Poppin is doing with a whole team. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't really know if she has a whole team or not. I don't know her business, but it, it it's like. The qual the online presentation has to be just as dope as your lyrics. Mm. If you in this world, because right. it's a visual world, it's a video yep. world. It's yeah. you know what I'm saying. Even yeah, your pictures got to be ill. Like yeah, because everything is now Instagram, TikTok, yeah. and you got to get hot through there before anybody else really takes a look at you. Like if your pictures look like it's grainy and people looking through the fog to see you and you look like you're on a flip phone from 1995. Right. I don't know mm -hmm. if they even had flip phones back then, but it's um, going to, it's no. going to be tough, man. I think yeah. they were bag phones. You know, no, those, those are those little brick phones. The little Nokia those little brick the <laughs> 30 minute talk time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you had to know pay what for I'm minutes. Saying. You know, you had to pay yeah, for your yeah, minutes. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Got to get away the JJ. People got the razor, the Nokia razor yeah. still like, <laughs> um, Damn, but yo, no, I'm not hating on nobody for, for, but I just do think that, we have to get our visuals. At well, a if you're going to devote yourself into that, and that's what you want to do, then I guess you got to dedicate yeah. yourself to that craft. And there's yeah. people here that are like, there's this homie uh, Swing Heavy. Mm. He does visuals for people, and mm -hmm. he's doing visuals for Tony Mundo. Okay. Um, and oh, that's good. His style is really dope. Like, and I think he does everything on his iPhone too. Oh, really? Swing Heavy. He did a recap. He's doing a recap for uh, my producer showcase that uh -huh. I did, the Fly Market. But uh, so it's like get with the people who have the dope cameras and the drones and the, mm -hmm. who can mm -hmm. make you look good and, and pay them. Yeah. Like the thing is, like with these DI with our DIY thing that we do, mm. a lot of times we're trying to do it like on a budget. Like, how do we get the most without the spending bang anything? For your buck. Yeah. But sometimes you do have to pay someone for quality. Right. You can't ask someone to do some free shit. And expect it to come out dope. Right, like, right. You're gonna get what you pay for. I do believe that. Yeah. You know, for the most yeah. part. Yeah. yeah. So I, I know when we were talking originally, you, you said you had some stuff coming up that you wanna, you you wanna push. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so, so what do we got? So so big big event, big mm -hmm. event. Um, <laughs> it's called the All Elements Exhibition. Right? Okay. And this is a, an event that I came up with, um, that brings together the MCs the DJs, the break dancers, the graffiti mm. artists, uh, the vendors, you know, um, and we are covering all the bases of all the elements of hip hop. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so basically this show 
is is going to be crazy. I've been putting a lot of work into it. I've been getting sponsors and things. Yeah. Um, so th- basically what we're going to do is we have Boca Floja, okay. who is a world-renowned MC from Mexico City. He's going to come through and be one of the MC representatives. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to have Terminology from, uh, I believe he's from Boston. Phenomenal mm-hmm. MC, underground, making a lot of noise. He just mm-hmm. dropped a sneaker with Ewing Athletics. Um, and he runs something called Good Dad Gang. I, I, you might have heard of them. So it's a dope brand. And like, so, so these two guys are like world-renowned MCs, right? Mm-hmm. So we're also going to have um, Jazz Anat, formerly known as One Man Jazz. He's going to come through and do a DJ exposition, right, mm-hmm. and show us... Um, how he gets busy on the turntables. We're going to have a camera on it so and project it. Right, so you can see so you what can he's see doing. That. We're going to have Desert Eagle Productions, mm-hmm. uh, which is a, a local dance school. They're going to bring a troupe through with, with their dancers to do some hip-hop dance for us. We have some B-boys coming through. My guy, uh, Natural B-Sides, Natural Old, um, are going are gonna to be here who are also visual artists. B-Sides is a DJ as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have a black book exhibition for the graffiti artists so if you into graph and you have your sketchbook your black book bring it through i'll set you up we'll get you a table mm-hmm. and you can show people your work you can sell art there if you want prints oh, you wow. could do live art if you want to yeah. um and it's going to be a phenomenal event unlike any that i've seen here in like over 15 years i haven't seen any event in town that includes all of the elements of hip-hop right you know and when you get all that together it's like Voltron, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's another a- animal. It's right. not just the rappers. It's not just the no. It opens you know, up doors yeah. to all of them. Um, so we'll have the vendors there, and so this this event is different too because I got a bunch of cool sponsors, mm. right? Like for example, um, Fox Labyrinth, the okay. piercing place, right? Yeah, they're they're giving away some gift certificates there. Um, I got Tesla to <laughs> come through. Tesla is going to bring a bunch of giveaways as well as two of their super fancy Tesla cars for people to test drive. Yeah. Um, that's going to be pretty dope. Gonna and they're going to, they're going to have a bunch of notebooks to give away and all of that. Um, and then we also have, um, river trail studios, the tattoo shop in Canutillo. Mm-hmm. They're going to come through, do some live art. My guy ashes will be there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they're one of our sponsors as well. Um, let me see. Let me see. What else are we going to have going on? When is that, where, where, when, where is, is that going down at? This is June 29 at Funk Myers Rec Room. Oh, shit. All right. All right. I have grant funding from the Museum and Cultural Affairs Division, mm. El Paso. So it's funded by the city. You know, the first ever hip hop event funded by the city. Damn. Never happened. Never once yeah. was there a hip hop show that got money from the, the city. city. It's historic, you know, and I don't mean to, I'm not trying to brag. I'm just saying stay in the facts. You know what I mean? Like I would the actual factuals. Brag. Fuck it. Um, so it's going to be super ill, man. My affiliates, people like Il Paso, Mm -hmm. um, are going to be there. My guy Lobes from Sound Mind Solutions, uh, Border Senses is a nonprofit organization that is, uh, 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 they publish poets and writers and, and, and uh, creative like photographers and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, they're the nonprofit organization that I'm um, using, well, not using, but working with right. uh, in the community, you know. Um, and uh, it's really super dope. I'm hype about it. Uh, I want you guys to come through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so a free 20, show. 29th? Free show, yeah, June 29th. Okay. June 29th. 
Uh, we're going to have Tres Sabores. He's going to perform. We're going to have um, uh, my guy Wham BBX, who's a, a beatboxer. Mm. Okay. He's going to be there with the beatboxing. We're going to have um, uh, Venomous Versus, which okay. is a duo, super dope. They're, they're just at the Sheepdog, weren't they? They were. They okay. were. You saw them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to be there. Th those are my young bucks, those uh -huh. guys, right? They were students at EPCC when I had my student organization there, my hip hop club, uh -huh. and they would rap in the freestyle cipher back then. Okay. Oh, yeah. And they're always been hungry, man. And um, they were like, yo, you got this show, man. C can we open up? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yo, fam, like I wasn't thinking about it, but yeah, <laughs> you guys are dope. Come through, you know, and yeah, I yeah. want them, I want the locals to get shine. I want them to get, you know, on stage and just. Just right. do their thing, man, you know? Um, my guy from the Barbed Wire Open Mic Series, uh, Rich Marufo, is going to be there capturing the event. Mm. Um, it'll be recorded, so we'll have all the audio. And right. then we'll also have the, the, visual, uh, the visual footage recorded. And then here's the last thing. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a Q&A panel with Boca Floja, Terminology, oh, wow. Jazz Knot. I'm going to have a graffiti representative and then a b-boy representative or, or breakdancing representative yeah. there and they're all going to answer questions about their craft Damn. and um you know what they do so it's it's going to be a jam-packed event a lot of info there yeah man yeah, it's it so is. much and yeah. i left stuff out so if you're a yeah. sponsor or someone please forgive me if i left out <laughs> your info um it's just so much to cover, you know so what I mean? June 29th, Funk Myers. What time is this whole thing getting started? Funk, we're starting at 6 o'clock. We're going to 2 a.m. And it's going to be like super dope, man. Where's the I, after I can't party? Wait. The after party is, yo, we'll, 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 we'll at to, to be revealed. You know what I'm saying? At Bucks? Nice. <laughs> um, let me see. Yeah, yeah like the event is going to be super ill. Um, and I'm very proud to be able to do this and to make it free. Right. Because um, it's not about me trying to make money and capitalize off of it. This is really just about like, let's 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 do something where we can celebrate the 50 year anniversary of hip hop. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, and this beautiful um, culture that we have. You know. See, because you know El Paso is always late to the party. Because El Paso is late as. Not as we, not as much as we used to. No, 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 we're no, a little no, better no. now. Yeah. No, no, we're a lot better now. But I mean, we have access to stuff. Now. But that's why, that's why we were late to the party. Because before, like, you'd have to hear shit two years after it came yeah. out, like a brand new yeah. coming out. And then now that we have the internet's. And you have access to everything now. You, you would dub the show, but yeah, back then it was like right? on AM radio. And yeah, shit so like, now, you know? now you have to have. You got to be up on it. You know what I mean? So it, it's good to see. You know, because the culture was always here. It was just difficult yeah. to have access to shit. Because yep. the majority of the people that had access was all the military heads. And lack they're of the venues. Ones that had shit. We didn't really lack have that many dope yeah. venues. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had lack of accessibility. So now that we have it, you know, we have people coming out of El Paso. Like you said, Crystal Poppins. You had Khalid now on the R&B side. Yep. Um, I mean, little by little, you know, people are, are, are trickling out, which is good to see. Yo, and there's some people who are now discovering El Paso that mm -hmm. kind of have a name already and are coming here to record yeah. and, mm -hmm. and to interact and, and connect with people. Like there's a dope producer named VHS mm. and he's recorded with a lot of really ill underground MCs like with Rome Streets and 
um, like all these people that uh, are really like hot right now. Yeah. And he loves it out here. He's been out here. I connect with him when he comes through. Um, and like, I think Recognize Ali was out here. He recorded something, um, some type of video or something. Okay. Um, but th there's a lot happening. Like, and I've hosted a bunch of underground shows here. Mm -hmm. Like, we had Elzai. I got to um, host that one. We had Abstract Rude. We've had Tash from the Alcoholics recently. Okay. We had um, Mob Deep was here. Mm -hmm. Freaking Onyx was here. Um, um, the homie from NWA, uh, the 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 the, the producer. No, no, the um, Arabian Prince. Oh, one of the original, the original NWA yeah. producers was here. Yeah. Um, freaking. The Far Side. I got to host that show. Yeah, Far Side. Were you guys at that show? The Far no, Side. I, I saw oh. him. I, was, I saw I him with the. Uh, I saw him with Woo. One okay. of the best oh. album. The butt of the best. At the 25th anniversary in Cali. Okay. Far Side open. De La Soul. Damn. Eric B. and Rakim. No way. And then the Woo put on a three-hour show. Damn. It was fucking. Three-hour Wu Tang. It show? was. They they did the whole 36 chambers and then they broke because it was a, the 25th anniversary. Right. right. So they did the whole thirty six chambers, and then they all did their own individual wow. catalog. That is wild. Dude, I was I was blacking out. I was crying. No, when I when I saw Eric B and Rakim, because no, forget they were, that it. they were never going to be together. And I yeah. saw it, and it came out, and then uh, I saw him at the who, House of Blues. Who's that kid? They had some cat that draws. Yeah. Behind the whole time they're fucking they're 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 rapping. Some dude's got like a like an etch a sketch, like a big ass what? and he's just fucking getting down and just fucking it's wow. yeah. it's a whole thing. But yeah, when you saw Eric B and Rock came get on stage and I was like, yo, like to me I thought I would never see that. Yeah, to me was, I had, yeah. I was like, dude, this is something that I thought was never gonna happen yep. again. That's why I, I saw Rock him once. Shit. I saw Rock Here, him right? once. No, nah, no, nah, uh, I saw him at um because he went to Funk Myers. Where did I see Rock Kim? At A three C in Atlanta. I don't think they're doing that that uh, festival anymore. But A3C in Atlanta had Rock Him, and it was foul. They did him dirty, man, because the, he only rocked for like was like fifteen twenty minutes. Oh, you can't do man. that because everybody's set got pushed back, and then they started cutting people's set because of the time. And Rakim was like doing his thing, man, like all the classics, right? And then he was like, yo, that's my time. They're telling me I got to get off this. Yo, people were so hot. They oh, were so dude, mad. Like, how do you, like do, you do that to the god I'm seeing, yeah. you know? Nah, dude, you don't do that with Rakim, boy. That's... No, it was foul, man. Um, but yeah. that was my only time seeing Rakim. I would I would love to see him with um, with Eric B, man. Dude, that, they, it was, they, it they was really a, dope. They did a half hour. And it's it's just, hard. For, I don't know why. Why do they have some issues? They had beef with. Um, what was the beef? It was, they they had, were beefing. Yeah, they were beefing. They about, were beefing for many years. About was it about who was number one or money or uh, it was something that that they got to the point where like the, the, they said you know when we see you on the moment it's fucking on like it's fucking going down. Damn. Yeah, yeah they, it was, they, it was they real came, beef. It was, real it, it, was, it was bad. It yeah. was bad. So. I hate seeing that. And then like uh, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Yeah. Man. I don't think that they're doing shows together either. I don't think. Um, well, I mean, well, shit. That's you, a heartbreaker. Well, and you saw at, the same shit happen with the Woo. With and, Raekwon and everybody. Was oh, having, I mean, yeah. And brothers Primo, fight. You but know they were I mean? able to bring it back together, yeah. though. Yeah. I think. But then, then Rizzo went and did his own shit and fucked him over again. <laughs> it's because the Riz, that's his thing, though, man. Because he was the guy in charge. Rizzo is the abbot for a reason, yeah. bro. Yeah. He he controls that. He was yeah. the artistic guy. I love you, Raheem. Guy. Yeah, I love you, yeah, Raheem. Yeah, he is Wu. He is Wu. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I, it, it's a genius. It, it is hard to get into, man, because it's like, damn, dude. 
I understand there, there's there's family and music, and then there's fucking money. Yeah. And that's the biggest fucking problem the is money the thing, money. The money thing is tricky, man. And it takes, I think, um, a lot of communication and understanding. Like, uh, uh, like, you have to be on the same page with the people that you're getting money with. Yeah. And everyone has to understand their roles and their, like, when I'm co-owning a rap school and it's five of us. Right. And it's I'm not the main owner. Right. Like, I have a percentage, right? So it's like, how do we negotiate our percentages and be respectful of each other and not have pride? Right. And not have your feelings hurt if you're not the one with the... You know, you're not making as much light. as somebody right. or you, I do as much work as him, but I'm not, I don't have a, why, you know, like, and those are things that I think we all might struggle with when we're working on a team and, and, but there has to be a level of trust and you guys have to all know, like, what is your role? What position are you playing? And right. sometimes, you know, you got to bite the bullet a little and just play your role and it will pay off. Yeah. Right. Like. With percentages and dealing with stuff like that, it's easy to have disagreements and right. oh, yeah. you know things. But but sometimes just do it, man. Like and just make the pie big. You yeah. know, like the bigger the pie, that little percentage is gonna be a lot. <laughs> you know, more. like it's gonna be a lot more. But yeah, the money man. starts making it complicated. <laughs> the, money, the money's tough. The well, money, yeah. the money, the money's the root of all funny, evil, though. right? Yeah, it's the root of all evil. So for people to get a hold of you to get more information about the school yeah. and attend. Where where's the best pot or the best place for them to get the information? Yeah, word up. So the the best way to find me and and just all things rap seminar and pendulum Inc is just through my Instagram page. Just hit me at, at rap seminar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm really good about my DMs and stuff like that. But my website is rapseminar.com. That's where all the merch is and yeah. things of that nature. You can um, download, for example, a PDF file that teaches you a step-by-step process of hooking up your online shop and drop shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, so there's that. The, the school website is pendulumink.com. Ink as in I-N-K, pendulum, mm. traditional spelling. And this school is phenomenal, man. Just on Wednesday, we had a class with Ab Soul. Okay. Oh, wow. You know, Grammy-nominated artist. Yeah. Phenomenal MC. was a great class. Once a month, we have a legendary MC. The next MC is King Los. Mm-hmm. Right, we've had Method Man, we had Inspector Deck, we had Master Ace. This year, we're going to still have Rod Digga from the Flip Mode Squad. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, she's going to teach. We're going to have. Um, Man, she's so dope. Benny the I Butcher. Heard that name in a while. Benny I've the heard Butcher. that name in a while too. Who Benny, Benny the, the Butcher? butcher. Yeah, 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 Benny the Butcher is going to be there. Um, it's going to be really dope. A dope year. So yeah, man. If you want to. You know, take classes at the school. You go to PendulumInc.com and you can enroll there or or chat with us, ask questions. But just hit me at Rap Seminar and and whatever it is, I'm I'm here to help. You know, that's that's what the page is about. That's That's what the brand is about. That's Bond. So June 29th, again, Funk Myers. Yep. Starting at 6. Do you have the address for Funk Myers? Yeah, Funk Myers Rec Room is located at... Suite B1, 1506, Lee Trevino Drive, El Paso, mm-hmm. Texas, 79936. You know what I mean? <laughs> Make sure um, you get there early. Cause... Behind Chili's. Yeah, get yeah there. basically. <laughs> yeah, right behind Chili's. Yeah, we're still small. Where we can, we can <laughs> say, say the, the Chili's on the east side. Chili's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Chili's on Lee Trevino. Yeah. Right behind there. But show up. Uh, we're going to do the, the Tesla tra- test drives before 8 o'clock, most likely. Yeah. Before people start drinking and shit, because we yeah. don't need no drunk drivers. But I drive better um, when I'm drunk. Do you? Okay, yeah. well, you know, maybe you can. Well, the Tesla will drive itself for yeah. you. They so, it I mean, should, right? Yeah, it should. Good. They will really try that. That's what you should try to do, is get them drunk and then just have 
good it is. I did, speaking of Tesla, we're also going to be giving away uh, two overnight test drives. Oh, okay. So that's going to be a raffle situation where someone might win. The, you get to have the Tesla from like uh, just overnight, like the whole night, then whole next day Damn. type of situation. I'm still into just, gas cars, oh, but uh, <laughs> I hope it's charged by the time it gets home. Because oh, yeah, right. if it ain't charged, you're, you're really fucked. Yeah, yeah. It's you're gonna be to take sitting it to there. Truth or consequences, real quick. <laughs> gonna sit there in your parking spot, just fuck. Yeah, just sitting there for nothing. So June 29th. Yeah. A fucking rap and this, room, boy. this event really is thanks to um, the Museum and Cultural Affairs Division yeah. here in El Paso, who um, you know awarded me some grant funding, which allows the event to be free. Right. They they uh, are operating under a grant through the National Endowment for the Arts, the NEA, mm-hmm. um, and all of my sponsors, man, Tesla, Jai Carey, Destiny and Light Hair and Makeup Group, Calavera Culture Shop. Fox Labyrinth and River Trail Studios, you know, yeah. and then um, I also got to shout out the affiliates, right? Like yeah. Sound Mind Solutions, El Paso, um, Border Senses, the Barbed Wire Open Mic Series, my guy Lobes, my guy Rich Marufo, you know mm. what I'm saying? It's really a community thing, right? Right, um, right. Where we all come, we're all like bringing it together and trying to make something dope, you know? Fucking right. fire, dude! So June 29th, 6 p.m. Get you an overnight Tesla that's hopefully charged because there's no fucking because you can't charge that shit at the crib with just yeah, a regular right? extension cord the way we you know U- USB yeah we yeah, can't we can't bootleg USB? that shit <laughs> we can't bootleg that shit that nah, well uh, any last words before we we get out of here dog nah yo I, I just really appreciate you guys man for having me yeah and for um giving us creatives and artists and thinkers and and just here a space you mm. know to to express ourselves to promote what we're doing and right. just to build with you guys and connect man it's this is important and i think that we should value our podcasters here in the city mm-hmm. um and b- because who else is giving us attention like right. who else is letting us speak and putting us on air and right like who mm-hmm. like this is who you got to be you got to come here to words on fire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and hit them up man you know what i'm saying <laughs> for this go- because it's important, it's needed, and you got to get your name out there, man. And this is one of those ways. Yeah, well, like I said, man, I appreciate you putting through with our technical glitches we had earlier. Yeah, yeah. Don't even worry. Um, your patience. But uh, like you said, the biggest thing is about putting the name out, you know, yep. building something together. It's not about money at the end of the day. It's about putting recognition on it, you yeah, know what I mean? Definitely, man. So, that, that, you know, appreciate you coming through. June 29th, Funk Myers Rec Room. Get that Tesla. Get all the information that's we'll going through on the we'll Q and A. Yep. That's going to be the most important part is the Q and A shit. That's just going to be fucking mad interesting. Uh, hit hit up my dude Rap Seminar on the Instagram Rap Seminar uh, on the uh, what was it RapSeminar dot com or rap yeah RapSeminar dot com. Yep. There you go. Hit him up anywhere, everywhere. Follow. Keep the love going. Till next time. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Deuces. All right.